So welcome everyone. I am so excited to begin our first walk through the Psalms through the eyes of the living letters. You know, this uh, Yahweh told me several weeks ago to begin this class. It was something that, that I've been spending a lot of time in the Psalms here lately anyway, because there's been a, a very strong draw to this, this place of, of, of knowing that, that there are changes going on. And and I, I I'm I'm kind of one of those 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 preachers, if you will, or ministers, or however you want to, whatever you want to call me, that that I'm not I, I do have a prophetic edge, but I don't always prophesy or anything like that. But yet in the same breath, I'm not going to share. I'm 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 going to open up and share with you what I feel like I hear Yahweh saying, at least to me. And I've talked to several people about this, and they've been feeling a lot of the similar. There's there's just some things going on. But for me, one of the things that has has keyed in is that there were four things that that Yahweh began to to speak to me about out of the Psalms, and we'll go over that one a little bit later. And that was that the 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 fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So I began to see a connection between those four things: knowledge, wisdom, understanding and the fear of the Lord. And as I was meditating on that, I, I really began to feel like Yahweh was, my heart, I'm a little bit of a thinker, so sometimes I may start a sentence and then change it up a little bit <laughs> because I think it sounds better another way, but let me just say it this way. The Lord has, has put it on my heart to begin to share some of the things that he shared with me as I've, as I've been digging into the living letters. Now, this class is not a class about the Living Letters. We do have a Living Letter Mentor Series, and if some of you guys are interested in, in, uh, in, in doing the Living Letter Mentor Series, uh, please put that in chat and let me know. Uh, we right, right at this moment, we've got one that's currently running in uh, Australia and New Zealand. Uh, we have not done one for the U.S. and Canada so far this year. So if you guys are interested and want to be a part of that, let me know, and we'll go ahead and get one scheduled out here fairly soon. We also have a School of the Living Letters. Now, the School of the Living Letters, we've got several of our folks that are in our School of the Living Letters in here uh, today with Lucinda, Larry and Debbie, Elizabeth. Uh, Donna, you've been a part of our mentor series before. Uh, Donna, Rachel, I think you have too. Beulah's part of our School of the Living Letters. Rachel, uh, several of you have either been through our school or through our, our mentor series, one of the two. Now, you may ask, what is the difference between the Living Letter Mentor Series and the School of the Living Letters? Well, let me explain real quick. The Living Letter Mentor Series is an eight-week short course. So it's really more of just a, an introduction into the Living Letters. You know, our, our focus is to, to really have this time of being able to engage with one another. So for the first half an hour, 40 minutes, I'll speak, and I'll talk about and share what my perspective of the Living Letters is. And then for the next 30, 40 minutes, hour, we go about an hour and a half in, in those classes. And, uh, it's, it, and then we, we engage together and we begin to ask, well, what did Yahweh show you? You know, what are some of the things that you're seeing and that sort of thing? Because it helps to strengthen up who we are when we realize that the living letters are beings. But, the, but they're, if you will, some people like to call them angelic. Angels are fine with me. Uh, living beings, that's fine with me as well. But we go to Genesis 1, it says, Barashit bara Elohim et Hashemayim va'et ha'aretz. All right, so what that's basically saying is that in beginning, Elohim and then there's an Aleph Tav. Now, Aleph Tav, I'm gonna go ahead and give you guys a little bit of a secret. If you ever see an Aleph Tav in scripture, especially if you're looking at the Hebrew, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a secret. It's a, it's a secret that, 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 that the Jewish people have not told us, but I'm gonna let into the secret. And that is that that Aleph Tav represents Yeshua. So, but in the case of Barashit bara Elohim, in beginning Elohim created, the first thing that Elohim created was, or God created, was the Aleph Tav, the living letters. And then Hashemayim va'et ha'aretz. 
from that point all the heavens and the earth were created through Yahweh's first heart and his intention was to be able to have a communication was it was the ability to be able to to speak and the living letters were more than just letters that represented sounds they're images and each one of those images always points back to the father so that's one thing that you will know for sure as we go through this as we're looking at this that every living letter just as yeshua did always points back to to yahweh now we won't be going over the living letters in here but you'll be you'll be getting clues as we go through them all right so in other words i will i will talk about certain living letters and give you a little bit of a a basic understanding about what the the letter means but that's part of the reason for our school and for our living letter mentor series is to be able to get deeper and a deeper understanding into that now we're gonna we're gonna run the class for about four weeks right now and we're gonna run this course for about four weeks we're going to see how things go at the end of that four weeks. So no, are we going to make it through all the way through the Psalms? Probably not. But we are going to hit some key Psalms as we go through what we do. And uh, depending upon how things go, we'll, we'll continue on with the class as, as Yahweh sees fit with, with that. Now, one thing else I'd like to do as a part of the class is, is something that's key. The reason why I always do live uh, recordings or live meetings and that is that that those that know me and know that know our ministry here's something that i say all the time i'm a son amongst sons i'm a king amongst kings i'm a priest amongst priests so in other words that at this table where we sit today we are all equals all right no one above the other and each one of us has a voice now, later on, maybe maybe uh, not today, but I'll get into a, 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 an analogy that I use all the time about what I call the diamond of Yahweh. And I'll allude to it as we go along, and I'll talk a little bit more about that. But it's, it has helped me, and those of you who have been in our classes before know exactly what I'm talking about, because <laughs> I think they hear me say it just about every single class. So, um, but the diamond of Yahweh is a great way of being able to see and understand about what uh, the the what Yahweh is doing and 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 how we are all equal in the midst of this. So, the plans are this: we're going to go till about uh, uh, 3:45 my time because I'm in Central Time Zone, and then I'm going to stop, and then we're going to spend the next 15-20 minutes uh, being able to gauge. I do engage with one another. I do want to keep the class to about one hour, so that that way. That we're not, you know, we're not holding everybody up too terribly long, and I think that's just an honorable time uh, to go to go through this. All right, sound good to y'all? Yes. Y'all ready? All right. So good. Now, just so that you know what we're going to be using, I use this book here, and you can find this off of Amazon, and it's called the Book of the Tahalim or the Tahalim. T-E-H-I-L-L-I-M. If someone would like to type that in chat for me, I would be hugely grateful. Now, the, the name of the book is the Art Scroll Series, and it's called the Schottenstein Edition. Here, let me help. <laughs> I think it might be easier. Now, now, now that I'm saying this, it might be easier if I just type it. So it's the Tehillim. All right. And it's the Art Scroll series, the Schottenstein, S-C-H-O-T-T-E-N-S-T-I-N edition. I got it right. And if somebody wants to look that up, it's in Amazon. The way the where the place where I got mine was at as at Amazon was on Amazon. And the reason why I really love this book is that this is one of few books that actually has the original Hebrew and the English right on top of one another. Sometimes they'll have the mm -hmm. original Hebrew up on the top and then the English on the bottom or the English translation of the on the bottom. But this basically breaks down each word in that particular scripture and it will also and it will show you what that hebrew word that's associated with it 
Now, one of the things that you're going to find and you're going to just absolutely flip out about, I did when I started reading through this particular one, is this is more of a literal translation. It's not King James, it's not NIV, it's not anything like that. So as we go through this, it's going to sound different from your Bible, okay? It will sound different from your Bible. But it really opens up a whole nother door as you begin to as you begin to dig into this okay the other thing i want to talk about is that as we go through this and we'll be able to we'll be able to get done with psalms 1 today i'm going to talk about uh, uh the hebraic way of thinking when it comes to looking at scripture okay so some of the things that i may say may shake and rattle you a little bit all right it may it may be one of those things where it's it, it's 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 going to be a little bit different from what you're you're used to now in that then that if that's the case then what i always do when i when i'm confronted with something is i begin to ask yahweh okay what does this mean to me if it, as long as it doesn't violate and i'm not going to trust me there's i just wanted to let you know some things we may talk about may kind of edge on 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 a, another way of looking at it than the way you've always seen it before so especially with this psalm one especially with this one you know because there's a part of us that knows that that as we walk there is a responsibility that we have so i'm not going to talk about you guys i'm going to talk more about me here in this one but i know when i was a kid growing up i i always i always thought that that anytime a situation happened i always needed to to go to god and or go to yahweh and i and and say, help me out of this situation. Help me get out of where I'm at right now. Not realizing or not really thinking that, wait a minute, I kind of put myself in that situation and now I'm asking him to get me back out of a situation where I opened my mouth or I did something or blah, 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 blah. You get where I'm going with this? <laughs> and suddenly, you know, I, I remember back in the day and, and, and a lot of you may remember this yourselves, you remember hearing the old saying, the devil made me do it. The devil made me do it. <laughs> now, if you're from the UK or some of the others, you probably never heard that before. But around here in the US, that was something that we talked about a lot, you know, where where we always wanted to blame something or someone else rather than ourselves. One of the things that you're going to discover about me and one of the strong things and one of the most beautiful things about the Hebraic concept is that it's our responsibility. Yahweh has done everything that he needs to do. Matter of fact, what if I told you that he has given you all things that pertain unto life and godliness? He has. Scripture even tells us so. So then, I began to ask myself the question, why am I still asking Yahweh to give me something that he's already given me? Maybe faith has a different perspective. Maybe faith is not me asking for more faith. Maybe faith is me appropriating what Yahweh has already given me. And that's a completely different way of thinking about it. Yeah. Do you get where I'm going? It's a completely different way of thinking about it. Because now my question is not, Father, may I have this and when I have it, I can do it. My question is now instead, Father, when? Do you want me to do this? Is it today? Is it now? Because the moment that he says it's time for something to happen, then he's going to provide. Everything's already there, but you're, you're, you're suddenly going to, your eyes will be opened and suddenly you're going to know. Let me say it this way. Yahweh took me into the secret place not too terribly long ago. And he had me sit down in this chair and he had me go, and, and I'm still there. I still go there quite often and think. And I hear Yahweh say, I want you to think about this. How would you act if you knew that everything that you needed was right here and all you needed to do was appropriate it? How, what would your attitude be like? How would you handle yourself? Ooh, you talk about... You talk about getting yeah. me in the heart. You see what I'm saying? You talk about the place of, of where, 
where suddenly it's it's like oh, okay wait a minute that got me that one got me so in psalms chapter one i love the way that this begins because really it begins really with a guide of of life itself uh, and it talks about really basically avoiding the influence of evildoers and those who ridicule the good and adopt a study of the knowledge of now i'm going to use the hebrew word here but the torah all right or the scriptures and letting the scriptures be our main goal okay now let me establish something here because i want to make sure that you understand when i talk about the scriptures here i'm not talking about just the written book you do realize that yahweh always speaks right we agree on that together that yahweh always is speaking and the words that he speaks are scripture to us matter of fact we're going to read that in just a minute no joke guys we're going to read that in just a minute where it says it says something about what i just got done saying and i'll remind you of it again when we get there so how in that place where the where the scripture and hearing the word of god is our main goal then yahweh will reward us with the life of joy and prosperity or good fortune or however you want to put that all right so in psalms chapter one it begins this praiseworthy is the man who did not walk in the counsel of the wicked now there's one thing i want to make sure that we kind of establish early on when we're talking about the psalms here especially from a hebraic concept from a hebraic concept the understanding of responsibility is always me that is always the focus okay Yahweh has completed and Yahweh has done all that he's needed to do. And as we need to go the, from one step to another, just like when Moshe or Moses took the people out of, out of Egypt and brought them through into the promised land, went through the Red Sea, they knew because they knew that as they were going, as they followed the word of the Lord, that the, the miracles of the Father would show up and they would they would continue on that's why moshe and or moses you're going to hear me say use the hebrew word for moses and moshe is the hebrew word for or hebrew name or hebrew pronunciation of moses and and moshe kept saying reminding them about think about the things that that yahweh has already done think about the things that god has already done for you all you need to do is walk all you need to do is to to put one foot in front of another and go to the next place and then, the, and then Yahweh will begin to reveal to you the next steps of what needs to be done. So Ashrei. Ashrei is the Hebrew word there for praiseworthy. I love this word because it's really a prayer that the Hebrew people speak about or people use three times a day. And basically it's using the, the beginnings or the, the whole of Psalm 145 along with a couple other scriptures as, the, as a part of their prayers. So if you guys have ever, have ever gone through Psalm 145, Psalm 145 is the psalm that begins to talk about, uh, great are you, Lord, slow to anger, rich in mercy. You see, the beginning Hebraic concept of all of this is this one thing. When you talk about Torah, when you talk about commandments, when you talk about the scripture, the commandments uh, in, the, in, the, in the scripture there are really the loving instruction of the Father. That's probably the best way of, of trying to literally translate the word commandments out of Hebrew into, into English. Is the loving instruction of a father. Think about your own family. All right. Now that could be a father or a mother. But think about your own family. Think about how if you have kids, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Your kids do stuff. Things happen, right? And how do you respond? Well, you respond out of, out of you know, sometimes anger, yes. But at what is that anger based in? What is that, what is that being upset based in? That being upset or that anger be, is, is based in love because you're like, no, I don't want to see you go through the same hell that I went through. Or I don't want to see you go through stuff because you can see the path of where they're going and it's painful, right? And so you many times we, we put our children on restriction or we give them the pop-pop or 
whatever else we need to do, right? We, we make sure that the child knows that the, the path that they're going on is not the right path in the most loving way that we can. And so the ashray is this place of recognizing, Father, I thank you that you are my loving Father and you're trying to teach me. Well, just like with our children, don't we many times when we're when we're done punishing them or I, I know my daughter hated this. Oh my gosh, my daughter hated this. When she was when she was little and growing up, after we were after I got done doing the pop up, uh, if you and I hope you guys understand what I'm saying, a little 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 pop pop, little on the backside, just a little bit, nothing nothing bad, but you know, especially when she was little, as as she got older, it was of course it was things that really hurt, like taking away her phone and taking away the computer and that sort of thing. That instead of the old pop pop, but uh, they each each place was this thing say, saying, "Hey, I love you, and I want to see the best things for you." And then I after after I was done, and then I would I would bring her to me, and I'd I'd make her hug me. <laughs> she goes, "Daddy, I hate doing that. Don't make me do that." And of course now now her and I are like two peas in a pod. She's 30, 31, fixed to be thirty two, and we are two peas in a pod. She loves me, and all I it's all I all I still can have to do is just look at her funny, and I can have her boohooing at thirty one. <laughs> but we're close. We're super close because she knew that even in the midst of this. I was telling her I love her. And that's what the whole basis of this. I know we're spending a lot of time on this first word, but I want to set the tone as we go through the Psalms. Because the Psalms are really a, a way of, of working and walking through life. There are a lot of huge life benefits and life uh, understandings that come out of this place of, of the, the Psalms. So it's Ashrei Ha'ish. Asher lo halach. Praiseworthy is the man who did not walk. I love that word halach. In our in our school of the living letters, uh, year two, what we do is we we um, you know actually we're gonna you know for those of you that are in my year two class, we're gonna change the name of year two to something different. We're gonna have year one, which is gonna be the introductory class. And I'm going, uh, so I'm going ahead and announcing it now. I want to change us to yeshiva. So it's going to be yeshiva uh, instead of year two. Now yeshiva is basically, is a Hebrew word that means a, it's, it's a place of graduating from one to the next. So it's like a, like a college or a university or a secondary school. It means much more than that, but, but really it's, it's this place of going beyond. So are you, are year two folks, we get into the Hebrew words and we discuss them. We just did this one not too terribly long ago, and I want to walk through this one a little bit because this is saying praiseworthy is the man who did not walk. The Hebrew word halach begins with the living letter hey there. Hey begins to talk about the place of breath, right? That's probably what many of you have heard about the living letter hey. But hey is also a letter that frames. So in other words, like if, if I had blueprints to a house and I was going to begin, to begin to build the house, then I would get framers to come in and frame out the house. And, and of course, when you, when you do that, suddenly the house begins to look like a house now, although it doesn't have walls, doesn't have ceilings, doesn't have anything in there. But at least you have a mental picture of what it is that's going on. Well, halach is the same way. It frames up the next step. The next living letter is the living letter Lamed in Halach. Lamed is a beautiful letter because it talks about, to me, the intimacy of us with Yahweh and Yahweh with us. It literally means to, to learn and to teach. So it's the place of it's it's the place where we begin to, to gather knowledge, we begin to understand something. Kof, and in this case, this is made of a kof sofit or a kof final. And in this living letter kof, let me just say that the one of the the basic understandings that that I want to give you guys today about this letter literally means to behold. I see the living letter kof as not only the palm of the hand, which is what it literally means. I see it also as a mirror. So let's walk through this letter again. Or this word again, halach, who did not walk. I am framing up 
what I've learned from my time of the intimacy with Yahweh and I'm looking into the face of Yahweh and becoming what I behold. So do you see now where the living letters just can take an, a basic understanding of a, of a Hebrew word that means walk and now suddenly change it into something that's even deeper? Because remember, the living letters are, are, are images. They're, they're pictures. And they're showing, a, they're showing a side of Yahweh that's hidden. Y'all remember the scripture that says that it is the glory of God to conceal a matter and the glory of kings to search it out. Now, I know you might be saying, now this is the, this is the great part, because you might be saying, now wait a minute, doesn't that scripture say who did not walk? Yeah, that's exactly what it says. Who did not walk? So this Hebrew word right here has two, a two-sided meaning. Now, the same thing is true if I'm walking with the counsel or the counsel of the wicked. In other words, I can frame up what I hear the wicked say. I can learn from what the wicked say. And I can look at that and become what I behold from what the wicked say. Do you see where do you see where it's going? Now I went to you I went and showed you the 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 godly version of that first because that's the place of where the true word walk means. But it has a double-sided meaning. So you you following with me so far? Y'all good? Okay, good. Good cuz I, I love this. This is this is where this is this is a lot of fun to me. And I hope you guys really enjoy this. But the same thing's true if we're following the wicked. Now, in in a Hebrew concept, there is a difference between wicked and a sinner. All right? Basically, a wicked person basically promotes lawlessness and disregard for not only Yahweh, but also the Torah itself, while the sinful one errs unintentionally. So when you look through scripture, and you, especially when you see the word wicked, many times it's translated in this place of being someone who just really just doesn't care anything about Yahweh. Why would you want to walk side by side with someone who just has absolutely nothing to do with Yahweh? Now, I know in some cases they're, they're family members. And there's a place where we can, we can interact and we can be a part, but that doesn't mean we have to walk with them. We don't have to agree with everything that they say. This place of, a, of a walking is hearing. Let's go back to look at that word again, halach. It's talking about hearing what they're saying and then our own words beginning to frame up what we hear them say. You following me? So we're, we're putting in our heart, we're putting in our lamed, we're learning and we're, te and we're, we're understanding from them. And in doing so, we're becoming what we, what we see and what we speak. You see, one, one, one very, very important concept, Hebraic concept that I wanna make sure that you guys understand is this. Our words are far more powerful than we realize, far more powerful. We have the ability to be able to create. I just got done showing with you, showing that to you in just the Hebrew word halach, because that place of understanding the Father, hearing what He says, and then framing that up, what we hear Him say, will produce a righteous Son. Will produce who we are in Him. But if we listen to the wicked, that's another story. And in the path of the sinful, did not stand. I, I, lo I love this because, um, and in the path, uvdarek, it's the Hebrew word uvdarek. And, and it's talking about end of, the vav and the bait there. I know some of you guys may not know the living letters. I want you guys to join us on the mentor series or on the, on the school, and this will help uh, a lot of what we're doing here. But I want to kind of show you something, so I'm not going to stop until, say, exact on everyone, every particular Hebrew letter. But I can say the, the Vav and the Beit, which is the first two letters of Uvdarech, are um, and of, if you will. But the word Darech is the Hebrew word for path. Think about this. Many of you, if, if, you, have, if you know the living letters or have, have walked through the living letters or have heard a little bit about the living letters, have probably heard that Dalit means door. And that's probably the most basic door or portal or in the next step into. 
All right. So in the Hebrew word darech, we have the dalit, the resh, and then that cough final, that cough sofit that I was talking about just a few minutes ago. So it's talking about the door or the portal into something that is the most primary or most important thing. That's what the living letter resh talks about. Actually, the, the living letter resh also has another hidden side to it. It also means to be separated unto holiness, to be separated unto the Father. Now, that's the righteous version of derech, is, is being separated unto him, walking through the door. And it's going to take us to the place of portals and doors as, as, as we are separated unto holiness and begin to look like him. Now, I've used this analogy before, and, and to me, it just really helps me a lot. But it would be kind of like drawing this great big circle. And all around the outside of the circle is pure white. It's the pure white light of Yahweh. Inside of that circle is a light. And it's the light of Yahweh, but it's the light of Yahweh in us. John 1. If you go back and, and look, John 1 says that, and the light was the light of men. And the life was the light of men. And, and, and so the light in the inside of that was his light coming through us. But one day I was meditating on that and I began to see as I began to look more like my father, as I too became a mirror with a mirror image of what my father looked like. And I could see that light in the center beginning to grow and grow and grow to the place where the light completely filled in what seemed to be a black hole in the center of it. And so now no one could tell where I began and where Yahweh ended because all they saw was the Father. You see what I mean? That's kind of what Darech is talking about. But now in this, in this other side, and in the path of the sinful, did not stand. I don't want to walk in the place where, you know, the sinful, the chata'im, chata'im, that, that word sinful there, is uh, is a uh, talking about someone who just who unintentionally errs, but one of the things remember I started this this meeting today. I'm I'm listening to Holy Ghost as we go through this. There's been a strong spirit of the fear of the Lord over a, a lot of what I've I've Yahweh's been having me uh, doing here lately. A strong fear of the Lord. And in this case, this particular part of this scripture is talking about just this. A sinful person is one who just, they may err unintentionally, they're not trying to, but they're like, ah, it's just God. He's going to forgive me anyway. You see what I mean? Now that kind of a flippant attitude, does that, does that really reflect, if you really love someone, Aren't you going to do everything that you can for them? Aren't you going to, you know, there's a Hebrew word called hineni that basically says, here am I. But it's more than just saying, here I am, like in, in just to be present. Here I am to do everything that you've asked me to do. That's what Samuel, excuse me, Eli finally told Samuel after the third time that he heard the, the Lord call uh, the name of Samuel. He said, go back when you hear it again and say, he nay nee, here am I. I'm here to do what you're asking me to do with my whole heart, my whole soul, and my whole body. See, I believe the things that Yahweh's walking us into is that place of us making the choice and saying, this is who I'm meant to be. Father, I love you so much that I'm willing to not put down and to, to make simple make mistakes like this, unintentional. Let my heart be, even if I do make a mistake, let the intent of my heart be making a mistake, believing that I'm doing what you asked me to do. Doesn't the scripture over and over and over again say the Father doesn't look at what we do? He looks at the intent of the heart. So even if you did make a mistake, it doesn't matter. He's looking at your heart and he's saying, oh, Look at my daughter. Look at my son. 
in whom I am well pleased. Right? And how do you know that that <coughs> mistake was really a <coughs> mistake? Did you judge it a little bit too early? You know, I'm talking about things. I'm there's you know, the truth is, and let me address each one of us as mature here. The truth is, is there's a place where we all know when we're doing something we're not supposed to. Right? Plain and simply, we know it. I'm not talking about that time, okay? I am not talking about that time. I'm talking about the time where our doing good seems to have seem to cause a mistake. The intent of your heart carries you through that. And the other side of that, that's between you and God. <laughs> that's between you and Yahweh. All right, we're going to treat each other as mature in here. And did not stand in the session of the scorners. The scorners here, this is this is what really gets me. It's the Hebrew word letzim. And letzim is lamed, zadi, yod, and mem, memsofit, or memfinal. Lamed, you heard about that earlier. That's the one where it's talking about the place of learning and teaching. But the living letter zadi reflects the, the place of a righteous son. One who stands in the full righteousness of Christ Yeshua and who's walking in that place of righteousness. The Yod Mem at the end is, is a, basically a suffix that not only talks about just me or just you, but every single one of us. Does that make sense? So that takes and, and, and makes it so that it's every one of us in this place. Now, this is the Hebrew word for scorners here, but I just got done telling you the righteous aspect of that word. See the double? See the, the, the two sides? And you may ask the question, well, well, okay, well, which side is he talking about here? Well, it depends on how you're looking at it. Right now, he's talking about do not walk in these places. Do not stand in these places, right? Don't, don't be going these places. So he's talking more about that. Because the truth is, is that same word reveals who you really are. See, one of the other things about the living letter Lamed not only talks about learning and teaching, but for me, the, he, the, the Hebrew word Leb, which is the Hebrew word for the heart, is also a beautiful description of the living letter Lamed or Lamed. Because it begins to talk about me dwelling in the very heart of the Father and being in Him. And him being in me. So you see, that's that's beautiful. That's beautiful when I begin to realize who I really am. Who did not okay, and did not sit. Rather, in the Torah of, of Yahweh is his desire, and in his Torah he meditates day and night. I love this part because in the Torah or in the in the scripture itself. The Torah is is really a place of of, of, of reading, you know, it's funny. I'm, I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna be real here, but I know for me, being raised born and raised Christian, even though Yahweh has taken me into such a uh, Hebraic concept, when I was born and raised Christian, I didn't uh, there you know, I always I always looked at the Torah as being something that was outside and uh, or something that was different than than my bible but yet at the same time it was my bible and and i for me when i look at the torah when i look at the scriptures it's it's showing me who my father is in me and who i am in him many people ask me they say this i said how they ask how did how did you get into the living letters and the only way that i could the quick way that i could describe it is this that Yahweh took me to a place where he began to ask me a question about a particular word. I dug up that word, and as I, and as I began to, to look at it, I was looking to find my father and looking to find out more who he is. And the more that I did, the more that I kept digging into it, he kept turning around and saying, oh, but wait, this is you. This is who you are. And it started messing with me. You see, the Torah is just like that. The Torah of the Father is his desire, and in his Torah he meditates day and night. Now, in and in his Torah, that part right there,
Uftorah to. Uftorah to is is the the Hebrew word uh, in the in the uh, in that particular place. That Uftorah to there begins to talk about where we're digging into finding the Father. But have you ever have you ever done something long enough that suddenly it becomes a uh, a way of life, an attitude? and a good thing especially you know you know we, we you could probably go back i know i can i can think of a time right now where i've gone back and i've i've looked at stuff and i saw it one way and then i chose to see it a different way and the moment that i did that and i began to operate in that place it took a little bit of time but suddenly it became second nature because it was just that was just the way i believed boom that was it it became a second nature so the truth is, is when it's talking about and in his Torah being that great desire that as I dig into the scripture and I become what the father is showing me who he is and I begin to look like him, that Torah becomes mine. That word becomes mine as well. And so it's in a, and it's it's really going back to it's funny because it really ties back into John one in the beginning was the word. And word the, the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning. And he goes on to talk about, now I know that scripture talks about Yeshua, but he's talking about us. He's talking about us being his word made flesh. He spoke us into, into existence, right? That's what this is talking about. He shall be like a tree, deeply rooted. I love that. He shall be like a tree, deeply rooted, alongside brooks of water. I want to go back to that. I want to go back to that brooks. I was going to go on, but but Holy Ghost said no. Stop on that word brooks. And you know what? I don't want. Are you guys okay with this? I want to be honorable of the time. So if we don't get to finish, let's just pick it up next week. Is that good with y'all? Is this has this been understandable? And, and our, you know, I know I'm, I'm cutting through the living letters pretty quick, uh, but I want to make sure that everybody's able to understand this as much as they, as they can. But uh, so let me know. Let me know how you how you feel about this. But I want to talk about this Hebrew word brooks here. It's the Hebrew word felge, felge. It's a pay, a lamed, a gimel, and a yod. I love that because it's talking about the Hebrew word or the Hebrew letter pay is the Hebrew letter that begins to talk about our mouth. Remember I told you guys a few minutes ago how the mouth is so important because it's in what we say that we become and we frame. Remember halach? We talked about hey framing and the words that we speak framing it up, what we're, what we're seeing on the inside of us. Well, this word felge is saying the same thing. It's saying but, but pay specific attention because you're talking about what you're saying out of your mouth that is in your heart, the Lamed. Remember I talked about how Lamed also represents the heart as well? What, is the, what does the scripture say? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Well, guess what? Now you're seeing it in the living letters. Now you're seeing it in the living letters. And... So it's talking about, so you're speaking out of that place of what's inside of your heart. Gimel. Gimel, some of you may have heard, is a camel. If you will, it's the, the place of carrying something from one place to another. And, or really, really, the camel carries the treasure. All right, so, but it's the journey of the treasury rooms of heaven. So what we say out of what's inside of the depth of our heart will carry the treasure into the heart of the father or into a cre into the into the ability to create into a place of creation because gimel is the journey gimel is the process it's the take if you will if you will it's like the the prayer we always used to pray all the time thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven right well Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And that process of carrying it is carried by the gimbal, the gimbal. But the yod there is the letter of creation. It's the 10th letter in the Hebrew alphabet. And probably the most simplest way that I could describe it is it's the letter of creation. Every single living letter 
even our creation in, in this, this cosmos that we live in began with a single dot. So Yod is the smallest, but it talks about creation. So he's talking about you're going to be like a tree deeply rooted alongside brooks, alongside this place where your mouth, your words will carry what Yahweh has put inside of you, and it's going to bring it to where it creates it. It's going to bring heaven to earth and establish it here in the earth that yields its fruit in its season and whose leaf never withers. You know what? I think I want to stop right there. I think I want to stop right there because uh, I want to hear from you guys. I want to, to, again, this is a great time to question and answer. We'll go a few minutes extra if we need to. Uh, because I, I had to take a few minutes uh, this first class to kind of establish some of the baseline of what we're going to be doing. Uh, but I do want to stop right here, and we'll, we'll, we'll finish this up next week, all right? So if you have any questions and answers, or if Yahweh's begun to show you something in the midst of this, this is the best time to come on up, ask those questions, uh, or, or share with, with, with all of us what Yahweh has shown you in this. Anybody have anything? Or any question? Raise your hand. Uh, it, you know, if you if you click on, mm -hmm. you, yeah, Lucinda. Okay, it was so funny. I got to take one of these out. I'm echoing. Um, the Brooks was very interesting because you know we talked about you were talking about the mouth and the speaking and you say a babbling brook and that just came up and not that babbling not like in a negative sense but because the brooks do speak mm -hmm. you know as the water's running over the rocks and this that and the other it yeah. does make a noise and i believe they do speak <laughs> But um, so and that is just so beautiful because um, mine says rivers and my uh, complete Jewish Bible uses the word streams instead of brooks. Mm -hmm. So but I like brooks better. I don't know. It just um, brooks to me when I, I hit, when, I, when I hear it, it just speaks to my spirit that it seems more alive for some reason you know and um and speaking from the mouth and the heart and i can't say it just like you but just talking about bringing the treasure forward through gimel and what you speak with your mouth carries the treasure that's going to be produced and uh it's just very um moving to me because it does it it, it creates something inside of me I believe, as yeah. as we speak these words as well out loud. Does that make sense? It, I do. I do. I do. It makes a I lot know. of sense. I, okay. Thank you. It, yeah, it does. Because when we speak, we create. Yes. When we speak, we create. So, so yes, it's beautiful. Well said. Very well said. Larry. Yeah, I'll just be real quick, because, of course, in class, we talked about the Halak, and that really spoke to me again today with the Lameds, what really stood out about being teacher and or learner or both. But when you're walking with someone that might be um, the center side, okay, but if you know who you are, you are then standing in that firm position as teacher. You don't have to be, you know, swayed by their behaviors you are swaying theirs right know who you are there's something there and then the other way when we come to learn from a teacher that we want to then we become the learner we become the person who wants to sit under who wants to be led wants to walk alongside so yeah that, i thought it was just very powerful it really stood out more so than in just a class so I really like it when it's in the context of the psalm itself, the this the song. So that's why part of the reason why I believe that Yahweh asked me to do this was to take, you know, many people have asked about the uh 
how, how do I apply this in my own life? And I, I, I try to do this a lot when I talk about the living letters. That's why year two, the yeshiva, is so important in moving into the year two part of that because it, it, it allows us that time to, to really begin to apply it even more. And uh, so, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Larry, because I know you guys have been a part for uh, the last several years and, and much appreciated. Can I add something? Uh, yeah, Rachel had her Real hand quick. up. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, about the meditate on the word day and night. Yes. And it's the living word. Yep. So as we are meditating on that word we're really being in the presence of god if we are meditating on that and then as we meditate on it there that that change comes into the likeness of the father yeah that's good yes well that's good because i want to look does, like my daddy does. well see i want to look like my daddy i look like yep. my daddy my natural father <laughs> so i really want to look like my spiritual daddy you know it's one of the Hebrew words that I didn't directly go over, but since you brought it up, I'll talk about it real quickly. It's the Hebrew word yegeh, and it's uh, yod hey gimel hey. Oh, we really? Talked, yeah, we've already talked about the hey here, yeah. so we, we already know that the hey talks about this framing, but it's a creative part of, or the creation part. Yod also, one of the, uh, one of the ways that I can describe the living letter yod is not only as creation, but how does every creation begin with an idea, all right? With the intent of the heart. So mm -hmm. I see the living letter Yoda as a place of the intent of the heart and how that frames, but then there's a walking through of the framing of that. So that's why we're talking about meditating. We're looking at this place of, of I hear what you're saying and immediately we get this, this revelation that's like, oh wow, thank you Yahweh. And then, but then there's a walking out of that same meditate of that, of that same word as we begin to allow that word to become us. So that word meditate, meditating there, yegeh in Hebrew is really the process of doing just that, of allowing that word to become who we, uh, to become us. And so we can look just like our father, like you said. Is that right, yod hey? I'm sorry, yod hey gimel hey. Gimel hey. Yes. Yod hey okay. gimel hey. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Rachel, you had your hand up before. So, and Fenton, we'll get you next. I just saw kind of a simple image when um, like a child is walking with their, or a wife is walking with her husband. <laughs> like as they're walking, you got to try, you try to keep in step. So to me, it seems very um, like simple. When you're walking with somebody, you tend to want to keep in step or you eventually get into the same step, the same rhythm as them. And that's one of the reasons for like, you know, knowing what you're walking with. And because I just can't get off of when we did go into the study of Halek and um, Marcia's not in here now, I don't think, but she just said, you know, Enoch walked with God. Um, Elijah walked with God. David walked with God. All these people that walked with God. Okay. It's not simply like you're just walking with them, you get entangled with them. Mm -hmm. And if talking. we're entangled with God, then we move from this realm to that realm. But if we are um, entangled with the wicked, um, truly entangled, we're going to be pulled into those different realms that we're not, we're not called to. And we can, um, be a teacher and a, a shepherd of sorts, but to truly walk intimately, it's like, I hate, the, in a sense, the saying is pretty rough, but it's like throwing um, your pearls to swine. You've got to be careful how entangled you become with somebody or something yeah. because you start to not know like where, um, like if you were water, 
poured out in one direction, like they were water poured out and you were water poured out, you would become one and there would be no way to separate. Right. So I think the word walk is so much deeper than the literal walking. It's it's becoming in step with that. That's yeah. what I was getting from it. That's good. You know what? That's Rachel. That's good because the first part of what you said there really was a beautiful description of uh, Yegeh as well because it was talking about when you walk with something you be, you become entangled with them and 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 you begin to learn and begin to to walk with that person side by side so you begin to see things very similarly and in that entangling that can be a great thing or that cannot be a great thing depending upon who it is that you're entangling yourself with you see what i'm saying so so this is saying just be careful about who you entangle with that was good that was beautiful beautiful way of saying it Fenton. Hey there. Hey. Quick, quick, quick question. Direct. Yeah. What yes. letter, what Hebrew letter does that end with? Cough final or cough so feet. Okay. K-A-T. So, yeah. So, halach, does that end with a cough final as well? It does. It does. Ah, okay. So then that's interesting. They tie together your walk and your path are yeah. connected in okay all right thank you well, well done oh, thank you good. father that's well done awesome. yes you guys are starting to see i didn't so, even say okay. that holy ghost is doing this holy ghost is doing this okay so well done yeah. that's exactly right thank you well mm-hmm. said anybody else have any questions or this is gonna be fun i'm gonna i'm i'm excited i I hope you guys are excited about continuing on with this. All right, me too. But if no one else has any questions... Oh, Jess. Yes, come on up. Hi, can you hear me? I can hear you, yes. Hi, um, I'm new to all of your teachings, um, but I do have a question, and I just want to thank you because this is like really interesting for me i joined a little bit late but do you have any other teachings i uh, this is probably kind of a silly question but where can i find um about the hebraic letters i am a part of a group that talks about them a lot and i want to know more because i it's really interesting do you have any like teachings on it specifically well i uh, a bunch <laughs> uh, <laughs> a bunch we have uh and jess if you want to be a part of the we we're gonna i was i was asking everybody about starting up a living letter mentor series for the us and canada we've done a living letter mentor series is our a short, eight week short course which will kind of help get your feet wet into the living letters and so i would suggest starting there uh, then we have a school of the living letters that won't begin again until next year, uh, January of next year. And that school will, will go deeper into each one of the living letters and we'll begin to, to look at what the Hebrew is, you know, and, and how that letter applies to, to a, a bunch of different things. Uh, and so there's another place. Uh, myself, as well as four other people, are uh, authors of the, this book called The Friends of Eber. Uh, this is also another great, um, as Chris, as my friend Chris Carter likes to say, my shameless, shameless product placement. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, the, I've got the this book, the the Friends of Eber, that uh, that's a great place to get started in. It's 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 written with five different. There's five of us at our church that wrote this together, and each one of us has a different aspect of what we see about each one of the living letters. This can be found on Amazon, or you can find it on my website, zimzoom.life. I also, along with a very good friend of mine, Michael Zendal, I also have a book called The Hebrew Living Letters Journal. Now, this one is available on Amazon only. Well, you can get it through my website, but it's going to take you to Amazon. Uh, It is available through Amazon, and it's a a smaller version of the living letter or it's the friends of eber it's it's just this is just my perspective in here but i love this because it, it actually goes in and gives you an opportunity to write notes about what yahweh is showing you and it walks through a little bit here it walks through a little bit of of even showing you how to write the living letters where you can learn how to learn how to write the living letters it gives a description about the living letters and then uh, 
the places where you can put notes of yourself. One of the things about the Living Letters for me that I, I know for a fact, and those that have been part of our classes hear me say it all the time, the Living Letters and the Word can be very individual, and it's meant to be that way, okay? Mm -hmm. It's absolutely meant to be that way. If you take 10 rabbis, you, you this is a Jewish concept. If you take 10 rabbis, put them in the room, and they all agree, they're going to say, what did we miss? Because we shouldn't be agreeing. <laughs> I know that seems funny. It, that, I know that seems weird, but Yahweh speaks to us. And so we may have a slightly different perspective than somebody else may have. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's exactly the way it's meant to be. I can't say, my finger can't say to my hand, I have no need of you. Because if my finger said to my hand, they'd have my finger wouldn't be able to do nothing, right? You got you guys have heard the scripture. Can the hand can the hand say to the foot, I have no right. need of you? Can the head say to the rest of the body, I have no need of you? Well, of course not. Each one has a job, and each one is very specific. That's the beauty of echad. That's the beauty of the one. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. We are a part of that echad. We are in him and he is in us. And we're going to have a different way. That's That actually connects in with that diamond of Yahweh. Next week, I'll open it up when we when we meet next week, and I'll open it up and, and describe the diamond of Yahweh so that you guys know what I'm talking about. So Jess, if you want to come next week, I'll talk a little bit more about this and how uh, how that, that exactly what I just got done saying about the different perspectives is true okay in what i it's it was an analogy that yahweh gave me but it's been a beautiful analogy that has helped me out a lot so hopefully that helps you if you're interested put your name in the chat along with your email address and uh, we'll see about getting things started if you're not a part of the daily hebrew declarations which is our facebook group that most everything that we do goes out and through the daily hebrew declarations group uh be, then join up with that uh, as well all right Thank you. You're welcome, Jess. <laughs> Any other questions? Because again, I want to be honorable of time. Rachel, come on up. It's not a question. It's a comment. As I was looking at the scripture, um, it hit me on the word and. It's Vav, Kaf, Lamed. And like the Lord was saying, um, mirror Yeshua and his mm. sovereignty. Mm -hmm. Vavkov Lamed is and all, right? Where were you at? Yeah, um, at the end of the scripture of 1-3, it says, and whatever he does. I'm on a Bible hub. Oh, okay. So I don't know. If, um, but yeah, it's the, so he was saying, here's Yeshua, mirror him. Yes. And become his like him in sovereignty and his yes. sovereignty. Oh, wow. hmm. Yeah. Okay. I see it. Vakol. I see it. Yes. Yeah. I, I love that. It's, uh, I was trying to find it. Uh, I love that. Uh, I love that because if you were to take, uh, if you were to take that and literally translate Vakol, that literally means not just everything. It means all and all that he does. So whether all is more strong or everything is more strong, it doesn't matter. They're both really strong words that say, and all or and everything that he does will succeed. Not might succeed, but will succeed. We'll go over that next week. We'll go over that next week. All right, that was good. Thank you, Rachel. Anybody else? Now, hey, I, I do want to mention this because you're going to see these pop up in the chat as we go through. Uh, I've made these available as, as, as free classes as a way of, of really just, just reaching out because I, there's so much I know that Yahweh is, is doing. But I'm in, I'm in ministry full time, and so this is our, this is our livelihood. Uh, now, I'm not going to ask about it all the time. I'm just, I'm, I may from time to time, I may pop some things in chat. And as Yahweh leads, if you guys would like to, to trade into our ministry, please feel free to, to do so. But it's not a requirement to be here in the class. All right. Not at all. Anybody else? 
have anything? All right, well, good. Let's go ahead and wrap it up then. Father, I want to thank you. I want to thank you that you've taken us today and you've, you've, you begin to open up your word in such a beautiful way as we begin to see how, who we are in you and who you are in us. Father, I thank you that, that the, the heart of what you've placed in me to, to begin to help show the, uh, the place of the understanding of, of my responsibility my rib that's funny because i remember here my, my I'm, I'm thinking about my daughter when i'm praying this and i remember i telling her when she was about 12 or 13 i said lauren do you know that that the a responsibility is the ability to respond right you you have the ability to respond to it and so father i want to thank you that you have given us an ability to respond to your word and your word is not only not only uh, a place where we can walk and we can walk in the path of. But Father, your word is also that place where we're becoming. We're becoming your word. And we're looking into your face and we're becoming what we behold. So Father, I thank you that as we started off today that you're going to walk us through and show us even more as we dig even deeper. Uh, bless every one of you and uh, look forward to, every, every, uh, to, to next week when we get back together again. In the name of Yeshua. All right. So great to see you guys.